Spring is a lovely reminder of how beautiful change can truly be. Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Elegant Balance Podcast. I am so grateful that you chose to spend some time um, in your very busy day to hang out with me, to listen to some of my thoughts. And I just hope and pray that the things that I share here in this episode and in all of my other episodes are helpful for you. Um, I don't take it for granted that you take time out of your day to listen to my ideas, and I just hope that they have, in some small way, made your life better, helped you create a better work-life balance, improved your well-being, and hopefully even improved um, your family's well-being. All that being said, thanks for being here. I'm excited to hang out and chat some more, but before we dig into the content for today, I have a request of you all. So it's been a while since people have left ratings and reviews for the podcast, and I just really need your help. If you do enjoy this show, if it has in any small way helped you out with anything in your life with your work-life balance, I request humbly that you would go and leave a five-star rating and review You can leave reviews either in Apple Podcasts, I believe you can leave them in Spotify, and maybe you can leave them other places, I have no idea. (laughs) Those are the two I'm familiar with. But if you do enjoy the show, please go and leave those. Tell me what you like about the show, tell me what topics you've enjoyed, or even topics you wish I would talk about, um, because it helps me know. It helps me know what you all are enjoying, so that I can make sure that the content for the future is tailored just to you, and it also helps me know what maybe you don't like. which is helpful as well. Um, So yeah, so head over, leave a five-star rating and review. Let me know what you think. Um, Not only does this help me out um, knowing kind of how to tailor the show to you, but it also helps more people find the show, which is awesome because that means more women can create beautiful lives, lives that they love. So thank you so, so much in advance. Okay, so let's dig into today's topic, spring cleaning your daily routines. So spring is finally here. Um, I think March 20th or 21st marked the first day of spring for 2023. And it has felt like spring for a while here in Texas, but I know, you know, that's not the case everywhere. Some of you are still maybe trying to make it through the last bits of the cold, the cold winter season, but spring is officially here based on the calendar. (laughs) And I love spring. I love the warm weather. I love going on picnics and just the way everything around us is just bursting with potential. It's a time of refreshment. It's a time of renewal. And it's also the perfect time to do spring cleaning. (laughs) My husband and I have had a spring cleaning routine for the past several years and to be honest, it's probably like the only time that our baseboards actually get re- get wiped down in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But during the spring, we like to go through the house and cleaning everything from top to bottom. We even go through the kids' closets and our closets, donating any clothing that the kids have worn out or outgrown. And while I don't necessarily enjoy the act of cleaning, right? I don't necessarily love to clean. I do love the feeling that I have after we're done. The feeling that everything in the house has been reset and I have a fresh start on things. Which got me thinking, if spring cleaning my home makes me feel this good, then what else in my life could I spring clean? Where in my life could I use a fresh start, some decluttering, some renewal? And so I decided to look at my daily routines. Seeing as they are daily, they literally impact my life each and every day. And if you're like me, you may have fallen into some not so great habits with regards to your routines. So let's grab our dust cloths and our brooms or whatever other tools you like to use to clean and get rid of some of the dirt and grime from our daily routines. So our daily routines have a big impact on our life. They can affect our productivity, our energy, and our sense of well-being. By simplifying our routines and making really intentional choices within our routines, we can create a more balanced, beautiful, and joyful life, which I know is what we were all after. So how do we clean up our routines? Well, the first step really is to just take some time to reflect on them. I've come up with a list of some questions that we can ask ourselves when it comes to our routines. And the three main routines I was thinking about, which I'll get into here in a little bit later in the, in the episode, but the three main routines that I think we all likely have is a morning routine, our work routine, or the routine of things we do throughout our workday, and then our evening routines. So maybe you have other routines that you also want to consider, but those are the three kind of big overarching ones I'm thinking about with regards to these questions. So some questions that we can ask ourselves are, first, what is the purpose of this routine? Why are you trying to do this routine anyway, right? What is, what is the purpose behind the routine that you have established in your life? The second question is, does it move me closer to my personal goals? Because if it's not, if this routine is not helping you move closer to your personal goals, then it's probably not serving you the way it should, right? So that means you really do need to get out any cobwebs and figure out how you can make this routine serve you better so that it's moving you forward. The third question is, am I able to stick to this routine consistently? If you're not able to stick to the routine consistently, then that may suggest that there's something wrong with the routine. Either it's too difficult or it's really not working for you and you need to figure out a different way to go about that routine. Or maybe it's just that you need to be more disciplined with regards to the routine. It could be both, right? <laughs> the next question is, how do I feel before, during, and after the routine? Kind of on the same lines with this question is, does it help me feel more energized, productive, or focused? Um, if it doesn't, maybe, maybe there's tweaks that you can make to help you feel more energized and productive and focused within that routine. The next question is, how does that routine impact other areas of your life, such as your relationships or your hobbies or your mental and physical health? 
ideally your routines would be designed in a way that they're having a positive impact on your relationships with the people in your family or your friends or your coworkers and positive impact on your hobbies or your mental and physical health, right? If they're not having a positive impact, then maybe that's a red flag or something to consider. Next is, am I finding the routine enjoyable or does it feel like a chore? And this one is really just to kind of gauge. Just because something maybe feels difficult or feels like a chore doesn't mean that it's the wrong routine. Um, Sometimes we have to do things that we don't necessarily want to do and maybe it feels difficult. I mean, even like for me, a workout as part of a morning routine feels difficult. I have to really like amp myself up to do it, but the benefits are there. The benefits outweigh the fact that I don't really want to do this workout, right? So it's just, this is just a reflection question to kind of help you identify what's working with your routines and what's not working. Just because it's not fun doesn't mean it's not valuable, I guess is what I want to say. Next is, do I need to make any adjustments to the routine to make it more effective or sustainable for me? Okay, that's kind of an overarching question that hopefully walking through some of these other questions has, can, you can, it helps you kind of come to a conclusion with regards to what adjustments need to be made, right? How can you make your routines more effective, help, help you move towards your personal goals, help them have positive impacts on your family, on your relationships, on your mental, physical health? And how can you ensure that you're doing it consistently, that it is sustainable for you, okay? And then one kind of bonus question is, would I recommend this routine to my best friend? So if you think about your morning routine, do you love your routine so much and see so many positive benefits out of it that you would recommend to your best friend that she start her day off that way? If not, that might suggest that there's some things that you could change and tweak to make it even better. So as you reflect on these questions with regards to your daily routines, then you can start to adjust them from there. And they might be just small, minor tweaks. Maybe you need need to get up 15 minutes earlier, or maybe you need to pick up your Bible instead of your phone first thing in the morning when you get up. Or maybe you just need to tweak your work routine at the end of the day so that you remember to write down the task that you want to pick up the next day when you, when you get to work, right? It could be any number of things. They don't have to be huge overhauls, um, but tweaking little things would likely help you spring clean your routine so that they're working better for you. So most of us, like I said, have three main routines in our day, our morning routine, our work routine, and our evening routine. And I thought it might be helpful if I shared a little bit about each of my routines with regards to these three areas, just to give you some ideas of what I do in hopes that it might inspire you to to some tweaks or changes that you can make to your own. My routines are not perfect, and they probably won't work perfectly for you because we're different people in different situations, different jobs, Um, you know, married or not married, with children who are either young or old, there's so many different variables that my routines, I don't want you to hear my routine and then be like, oh, well, I need to do this because Kaylee did this. That's not why I'm sharing. I'm sharing just as inspiration, right? So take what you might be able to use and forget the rest. That's totally okay. Okay, so the first one is our morning routine. Mornings can be really hectic 
especially if you have a busy work schedule or family to take care of. And in my case, I have two kids who can't seem to get out of bed no matter how many hours of sleep they get the night before. And as a morning person, I just I just don't get it. I do not empathize with that at all. Um, my mornings typically consist of waking up around 5 o'clock, 5.15 in the morning. And I know that's not for everyone, but I love to have an hour to myself before the day starts, before things get crazy. And so I will use this time to read scripture, to pray, and even get a little bit of work done, depending on kind of what's going on that day. And when I say a little bit of work, I mean like small things, either responding to an email or catching up on a text message that I ignored for the weekend, um, or even posting an Instagram post. So small, maybe small bits of work even in the morning. In reflecting on my morning routine and how I can spring clean it, one thing that I want to do this, this spring is to become even more intentional about starting the day with scripture and prayer. Because it's so easy to grab a cup of coffee, sit downstairs, and scroll through Instagram before I pick up my Bible, before I pick up the book that I the devotion book that I want to read. And so I'm hoping that I can get rid of that bad habit and start being more and more intentional about starting the day with God's word. So after I have my morning hour to myself, that's when we wake up the kids. So my kids both, um, like I said, have trouble getting out of bed. So we make sure that they have enough time to get ready, which means I need to get them up. And um, luckily, they both wear relatively the same thing to school every day, which makes things easier in terms of getting ready for school. So I wake them up, and then they have to get dressed. My son wears a uniform. My daughter will wear a sundress every day. She refuses to wear pants um, <laughs> because she thinks pants are only for boys, regardless of the fact that I wear pants every day. Anyway, so they wear relatively the same thing to school every day, which is really helpful because it makes it, you know, makes the morning run smoother. But if you need to simplify things for yourself or even for your kids, one way to kind of do that is to set clothes out the night before. I've even done this for myself sometimes. And then while my kids are getting dressed and getting, you know, getting ready, that's when I get ready too. So I'll brush my teeth, go through my skincare routine, do my hair and makeup, and then get dressed. Once we are all dressed, we typically enjoy breakfast together. And another thing that I do to keep our, our mornings running smoothly is, to, we eat, is that we eat relatively the same thing for breakfast every day at least within within one week. We might change it up week to week, but I do not, in fact, I refuse to make food to order every morning. Instead, I will just ask the kids what they would like to have on hand for breakfast before I go grocery shopping for the week. And so I always make sure we have, you know, something that they've requested, but I really try to go for the grab-and-go items like yogurts or fruits or granola bars. These are things that are easy. I don't have to fix them in the morning because, you know, our mornings are tight. We're, we're doing this all within about a 45-minute span, getting dressed and eating and, and getting out the door. And so we like to have the grab-and-go items. They're also things that my four-year-old and my eight-year-old can serve to themselves if they need to. 
right? So if I'm running behind and still doing my makeup, they know how to they know how to get breakfast and eat it on their own. So starting your morning off on the right foot, whether it looks like mine or not, is going to be so important and it's really helpful because it significantly impacts how you move throughout the rest of your day. Personally, my days are just so much better when I can start the day feeling calm and organized and like, hey, I've got this, we've got this. Um, and that's gonna, you know, have a spillover effect into what my work day looks like. So speaking of work, work routine is the next one that I wanted to chat about. So having a solid work routine can help you with your productivity and your stress levels. So my work is very flexible. And like I said, my work routine may look really different from yours because of the fact that our jobs are just so different. But my work's flexible. I'm a professor, um, so I'm either teaching in the classroom, and when I'm not teaching, I am doing research. And But the research part of it is, you know, kind of on my own schedule. I have to set the, my own deadlines and work with co-authors and um, make sure that I'm, you know, being productive each day. But there's no one really telling me what I need to do each and every day. So I have had to create my own routines and structure throughout my days to make sure that I am being productive. So what I do is I've established that my working hours are from eight to three, um, give or take, depending on whether I'm doing school drop-off or pickup. Um, but that essentially is when my kids are in school. So I make sure that my, my work day is structured within um, the school day. And within those working hours, I'm also just very mindful of how I spend my time. I am not perfect about it. There are times where I waste time too, right? But I strive for like continuous improvement. I, I want to be intentional with how I'm using my time and make sure that I'm utilizing it well. So I like to start my work day after the kids have gone to school or after I've dropped them off at school. I start the work day by just simply reviewing the tasks and the meetings that I have for that day. That way I know kind of what's going on What's on, the, what's on the list for the day. And then I will choose the hardest task first. Now, this is a productivity hack, right? We're, we're told to eat the frog, which essentially just means like do the hardest thing first, right? Eating a frog would not be enjoyable. Neither is doing the hardest task. But the one caveat to this is that it's important to know when your peak productivity time is. For me, I'm a morning person. I love mornings. That's when my brain is firing on all cylinders. That's when I can tackle those creative and cognitively demanding tasks, right? And so that's what I do. I jump into work. I pick up the hardest task first. And then I will leave the less demanding, more administrative or responding to emails. Those types of tasks are things that I do, you know, second, third, or fourth later on in the day. The things that don't require as much from me. So you could do that, right? You could do the hardest task first or, and more importantly, you need to think about when you are most productive. When do you work best? When are you most creative and, and your brain is just like on fire? That's when you need to do your hardest thing. So if you look at your list of three or four items for the day, sit, make sure you're, you're scheduling time for that hardest task at your peak productivity time. It's amazing how fast we can get the hardest things done when we pair it with our peak productivity time. 
Some other aspects of my work routine, my work day, is that I try to take short breaks throughout the day where I get up and walk around. Um, I'll either walk around the neighborhood if I'm working from home or just out in our yard because I need some sunshine, right, some vitamin D. Um, or if I'm on campus, I can walk around campus or even just around the building, um, whatever it is, just get your body moving. And I um, also rarely work through lunch and I almost always give myself a 15-minute power nap in the afternoon. I think I've mastered the art of the power nap. I can lay down, fall asleep, and wake back up refreshed within 15 minutes. Sometimes I even beat my alarm clock up. It's, it's quite impressive. Um, <laughs> I'm impressed with myself, if you can't tell. Um, but it's, it's, it's a really powerful part of my routine because – with that short 15-minute power nap in the afternoon, I wake up feeling so refreshed and ready to tackle another challenging task, right? It's, it's just a really amazing way to refresh yourself, to um, give yourself that boost of energy. So at the end of the day, after I've worked, I've done my, my tasks, um, it's, time to go, it's almost time to go get the kids from school, I'll take about five to 10 minutes to just plan for what needs to be accomplished during the next day. So I will make notes to myself like this needs to be done. You know, this is going to take you about an hour tomorrow. You need to do this first or whatever it is, listing out the things that I want to do tomorrow. That way I don't waste any time when I get to work the next day. I already know exactly what it is I'm going to tackle and relatively kind of what order I'm going to tackle them. So I'm not wasting any time trying to decide um, how I'm going to do how I'm going to do the things on my list. So creating effective work routines involves, like I said, setting boundaries around your work, providing some sort of structure for yourself. Maybe your work already provides that structure, but if not, I found that having some sort of structure, whether you've created it or not, is helpful in being productive at work. You also want to take advantage of your peak productivity time, like I said, and make sure you're taking breaks. I know that maybe you feel guilty about taking breaks. In fact, I think there's some recent research that shows that women are more likely to feel guilty about taking a break, um, but you shouldn't feel guilty because the benefits on the other side of taking a break are so amazing, right? You take a break, you're able to be more productive in the time that you are working because you're not, you're not stressed. You're not, you're not drained of all of your energy. Um, and then you'll be less likely to burn out in the long run. So take those breaks. And yeah, so when we're intentional with our work routines, we can increase our productivity while also protecting ourselves from stress and burnout, right? By taking advantage of our peak productivity time, by taking those breaks um, using them wisely, that's how we protect ourselves from stress, overwhelm, and burnout. Okay, the third routine is our evening routine. And evening routines might be my favorite, at least after we get the kids to bed, because bedtime is chaotic and not, <laughs> not always fun. But after that, I love my evening routine. It's the time that I use to have deeper conversations with my spouse and I indulge in candlelit bubble baths. I love a good bath. Um, yeah, so each evening we will chat. 
I will bathe and then crawl in bed to read a few chapters of a fiction book before drifting off to sleep. I do not like to drag out the evening. I value my sleep way too much to waste my energy on binging Netflix. Um, I know that that's a thing. You feel like this is the only time you have to yourself, and so you want to stay up late and savor it. But what happens is then you're tired the next day, and you can't show up as the best version of you. So something to keep in mind. Um, Set up your evening routine in a way that allows you to do some things that you enjoy. Like for me, it's my my bubble bath, Um, reading my, my, my book, my fiction book. A lot of times it's a mystery. Sometimes it's a romance. Um, but I always like to get some fiction in before bed because it takes my mind off of the craziness of the day. It keeps my mind from thinking about all the different things that are going on or how busy I'm going to be tomorrow. Instead, I'm, I'm engrossed in, you know, what whatever mystery it is that I'm reading. Um, so use your evenings as a time to unwind and relax after a long day. For me, watching an action-packed or drama-filled TV show just doesn't do it. Staying up way too late to where I'm grumpy and sluggish in the morning, also not a great way to end my day. By creating a relaxing evening routine, we can help our bodies and our minds prepare for a restful night's sleep, right? When I ha- I've noticed that when I have a pretty specific evening routine of going to bed at the same time and doing the same activities leading up to bedtime, it's just like it's just like my body knows, oh, okay, we're taking a bath, reading a book, and we're going to bed. And it makes it easier and easier to unwind and actually fall asleep when I want to. So like I've said earlier in the episode, routines are not a one-size-fits-all. But I hope that these reflection questions that I shared and just sharing some insights into my own routines will help you consider how you might clean up your own morning, work, and evening routines. By following some simple strategies and and really just analyzing your routines, I truly believe that you will be able to create a more balanced and intentional life that promotes productivity, self-care, and obviously, well-being. I hope you all have a beautiful, joy-filled week, and I will see you in the next episode. Let me ask you a few questions. Are you mentally and physically exhausted? Overwhelmed by the never-ending to-do list? Feeling trapped between work and family? Or maybe you're just simply craving more time to pursue your passions. I want to introduce you to the Elegant Balance Academy. It's a step-by-step guide to creating a work-life balance you love. This is a self-paced online course complete with video lessons, worksheets, and of course, an online community where we can all hang out and encourage one another. You can design a life that you love, a life where work, family, leisure, and rest exist harmoniously, a life built on a foundation of your personal values, a life filled with purpose, In other words, an elegantly balanced life. And the Elegant Balance Academy is designed to help you do just that. The doors haven't opened yet, as I'm still working on creating it. But if you're even the slightest bit interested, please head over to the link in the show notes and join my VIP list. That way, you won't miss a thing. All VIP members will receive exclusive discounts once the doors open. 
Again, you can sign up at www.kayleehackney.com forward slash VIP.